thank you for tuning in. Today I'm going to touch on some of the recent headlines, mainly the indictment of Paul Manafort and Richard Gates, and I'll also touch on the secret guilty plea of George Papadopoulos to lying to the FBI and lying during the investigation. First, I must say that Robert Mueller is seriously grasping for anything at this point to save himself. I read through the indictment completely, and there's no indication nor any mention of the Trump campaign, President Donald Trump, or any collusion on their part with the Russians. I will provide a link to the full text of the indictment in my blog at realintelreport.com in case you haven't read it. Now to summarize just a little bit, basically Manafort and Gates are being charged with crimes centering around their alleged involvement with Ukraine politics, which led to numerous accusations of tax crimes, money laundering crimes, and so forth. And the dates in the indictment are fairly vague and seem to be umbrellaed artificially to cover the dates they were involved with the Trump campaign, although no direct mention is made to that effect. Now, if these two are guilty of some of these charges, there isn't really any correlation to the president nor his campaign. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Mueller was appointed to investigate the Trump campaign and the possible collusion of that campaign with the Russians. Clearly, he's maneuvering to distract from his appointed task, and since he has nothing, because I believe that there is really nothing, he is charging the left and the media with something just to distract and obstruct and entice. It's very typical. He really needs to be removed from this investigation, in my opinion anyway, and I think the investigation needs to be steered back on course, and that course lies in the direction of Uranium-1, Fusion GPS, the Clintons and the Obamas, and much of their lackeys. That's where the real crimes lie. That's where the real damage was done. Now, another school of thought on this entire issue. If Manafort and Gates are indeed guilty, and possibly facing long-term prison sentences, and based on the crimes they allegedly committed, then it is obvious to me that they are quite susceptible to personal rewards. In other words, it makes sense to me that Mueller might be hoping to scare them badly enough that they'll say and do anything in order to get a deal. If they are guilty, then... They're already liars. That's proven if they're found guilty. And they have no problems defrauding anyone, including our government. I'm not saying they're guilty, not by any stretch. But if they are, they're prime candidates for Mueller, the DOJ, and the FBI to deal them into becoming star witnesses to this witch hunt, this failed investigation that they're on. Now, the FBI, the Department of Justice, and Mueller all have ties to this scandal, and they clearly need a scapegoat. Now they might have two at their disposal, possibly three, maybe more. Just my thoughts anyway. It wouldn't surprise me at all if that is the direction this thing takes next. Anything to keep the focus off the crimes of all those involved in investigating the crimes themselves. Now I want to touch on the secretive guilty plea of George Papadopoulos. According to court documents, and as reported, he's pled guilty to false statements and omissions which impeded the FBI's ongoing investigation into the existence of links coordinating between individuals associated with the Trump campaign and the Russian government's efforts to interfere with the 2016 presidential election. At least that's what Mueller's team wrote in court documents, which were unsealed on Monday. Now, when asked about this, Sarah Sanders said in her press briefing that Papadopoulos had a very limited role in the campaign. It was even a volunteer position, and that he didn't really have any official activity or any official capacity on behalf of the campaign in that regard. His actual plea agreement says that the government will inform the sentencing judge of his efforts to cooperate with the government. 
and that's the condition that he will continue to respond and provide information regarding any and all matters as to which the government deems relevant. Now, I'm intimately aware, and I understand plea deals, and I understand the importance of using leverage in order to get to the root of criminal activities that have some semblance of organization, and it's best to take down the boss or the mastermind. In other words, however Mueller's team is borderline with this one. By their own words, and in my opinion, like I stated earlier, they're fishing for the most vulnerable fish, then dealing their way to whatever outcome they want. It's bad for our country. It's dishonest, it's corrupt in all respects. It's bullying, really, without any oversight and without regard for the truth and with complete disregard for the responsibility to the people of this country. But why should I expect more? The legacy of the Obamas and the Clintons, they've created this. They lived by this same type of corruption, and they involved in so many ways. They appear safe and untouchable, and they turn away while those that they indoctrinated get skewered and pan-fried. The Clintons collected tons of money funneled through their foundation from some of Russia's most corrupt officials, and they sacrificed their national security just to make a buck. The Obamas have done the same, but from a different vantage point. Mr. Obama is nothing but a troublemaker. He perfected his craft through community organizing. That's all he does. He organizes trouble and watches from the sidelines while others fall on their face. All the while, he's collecting perfect alibis to make himself look innocent as a bystander. Oops, all this happened. I had nothing to do with it. I mean, was I the only one that noticed his perfect alibi during Charlottesville? Obama made it a point to tweet and make public his vacation in Italy just before and during the Charlottesville incident. Evidence that witnesses have already made known that it was planned. It was a planned riot event. Well, who planned it? Why did it just disappear? And isn't it amazing how Obama was publicly vacationing in Italy when all the community organizing, all the community organized riots were going on? Just something to think about anyway, maybe just a conspiracy theory on my part. But I believe otherwise, considering the 16 years of corruption both the Clintons and Obamas lived at the expense of our country. Even during the darkest hours, we've had more hope and more unity than even one day under his administration. Well, we'll see where all this goes. I think it's going to take some interesting turns. I just hope that watchdog organizations like Judicial Watch and some of the others that are doing well to try and uncover this mess. I hope they get the answers to the American people before this gets swept under the rug, swept aside, distracted from any further. Well, that's all for this segment. I know it's a short one. You can find me on both Podbean and Blog Talk Radio. And if you're listening to this broadcast, please check out my blog at realintelreport.com. I'd love to have your feedback, your comments, and your suggestions. Thanks for tuning in, and please check back soon.